Wait a minute, I hear something. What's going on? Welcome back to Dr. Movie, where we're driving down the road and talking about movies, and we are still being initiated into our stupid movie club, where we're talking about the guilty pleasure movies that we really enjoy checking out. I say we, me. Uh, these are some of the movies that, let's put it this way, if, if, if you're homesick, right, which has been happening to me quite a bit here lately, um... These are the movies that you can just throw on and, and it's kind of like comfort food, right? Uh, and you know they're not good, but you'll watch them every time it comes on, right? And being that the last movie was Balls of Fury, uh, figured I'd do another so-called kind of martial arts type movie. Uh, we're talking about Kung Pao, Enter the Fist, um, from 2002. What an oddball movie, right? There's really nothing else like this movie out there that I can think of. Uh, Steve Martin tried to do something like this back in the 80s with Dead Men Don't Wear Plaid, um, where he tried to interject himself into old movie scenes, right? He was using all the old film noir movies and trying to interject himself talking to Bogart and... Cagney and all these guys, right, from, from their most famous movies. Pretty awesome. It's, it's worth checking out. But this is a little different because he is literally putting himself into these scenes from these old movies. So uh, let's talk about this one. Um, directed by Steve Odenkirk. This is all his baby, everything about it, right? He pretty much did all this movie by himself. Again, such a, such an oddball thing. Um, here we go. Here's a kind of a synopsis. It says, writer-director Steve Odenkirk acquired a little-known 1976 Hong Kong flick, Savage Killers, then seamlessly blended portions of the film uh, with new material. I don't know if it's seamlessly. You can, you can pretty much tell. Uh, uh, he has directed to create a wild, off-the-wall comedy feature film. Odenkirk wrote, directed, and starred in Enter the Fist, uh, placing himself digitally into old film, redubbing the characters, as well as shooting new scenes. Yeah, I mean, you know, this has got to be a... What a mindset that it would take to just do what he did here, right? Because... We've seen movies taken, re-edited, and re-imaged as another movie, even though it's the same footage. You know, Just Franco was pretty much known for that. Uh, a lot of your Italian directors, you know, would literally take scenes from other movies and, no, 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 this is all new. <laughs> just don't just don't pay attention to the other film that's got the same footage. They stole it from us. Um, to take an old movie and you get the rights to it and hmm what can I do with this I mean this would be to me any filmmaker's dream 
to a certain extent. And to be able to come up with kind of a story <laughs> and make this happen, it's pretty dang brilliant, really. It really is. Uh, let's see. Do we have Why to Watch? Sure we do. It's amusing, madcap, and outlandish. Absolutely. Um, I, I, I find the humor in this very repeatable, very funny. The film is worth watching with a group of like-minded friends or people who can laugh easily and appreciate parodies of parodies. Absolutely. That's, that's pretty much nailing it. A very goofy comedy that I watched several times. Uh, it was all funny as before. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's the thing about it is the humor to me in this one is just as funny as it was when I saw it back when it came out. <clears throat> it, it doesn't really get stale because it's so off the wall that it, it just stands the test of time. The test of time. Um, this film is relentless and takes every character, uh, takes every chance to make you laugh, no matter how absurd or lowbrow the gag may be. Uh, again, uh, the humor is just, uh, it, it's very uh, mystery science theater when it comes to the type of humor. The placement's a little different, but if, if you like that kind of, you're making fun of what you're seeing on the screen, except they're making fun of the movie from inside the screen. That's kind of how this thing works. Uh, well, I don't know what this, it's elevated childish humor mixed with a storyline that pokes fun at cliches in the martial arts movie genre. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of it, right? Uh, the beauty of this film is the overdubbing, right? And the fact of, well, I've got a problem here because I need this, this scene where they're in this office building to go a little longer, so we'll use a scene from later on in the movie, even though the other people are wearing different colored clothes, I'll make that work, right? It's, and it's, again, he, he found ways to make what's already in the film work. No matter how absurd it is, he makes it work. Like there's a scene where uh, one of our, I don't, guess, I don't know if he's a, a kung fu master or whatever it is, but he's an older guy. And obviously he's, He's either sick or he's dying, but he's walking around in this room and he's talking to people and he starts coughing like he's sick. Well, he <laughs> he goes in and, and puts a digitized moth flying around that flies into his mouth and that's what makes him cough. Because we don't need the explanation that he's old and he's dying. It's just the fact that he he's coughing for some reason and that's, that's the reason they give. And then he starts coughing again and another moth goes in his mouth and, <laughs> and he says, what are the chances, <laughs> you know? So it's that, <laughs> it's that kind of humor that, that makes this thing work. And what's crazy is how quotable some of these lines are. I mean, there's, there, there's lines in this that I still use all the time. Uh, you know, there, there's a scene where our main character, the chosen one, is trying to find the main bad guy and he's asking this girl that he's kind of fallen in love with, where can I find him? He's like, he's usually on a waterfall, swinging a chain. And so, 
And sure enough, he's up there and he's swinging his chain and it shows the bag and he's going, swing in the chain, swing in the chain. <laughs> I just, I don't know, man. It just works. It works. The voices, I don't know if they're all Odenkirk, but they're hilarious. Um, and it just makes it work. Um, surely y'all seen this, right? If you haven't, then I, it may not be for you. I didn't think I would like it, but I can't tell you how many times me and my daughter have watched this movie, and she to this day still quotes it too. Uh, <clears throat> it's uh, it's hilarious. Let's see here. As far as a cast, well, you got Steve Odenkirk. That's pretty much it. Everybody else is pretty much a double for the people that were in the movie movie originally. Um, So, you know, there's a lot of CGI in this, and this is 2002, so we're just getting to where we're getting decent at some of it, but some of it we're not, right? So, here's my thing with this movie. I, I don't care for the opening too much where uh, our bad guy shows up to, to kill the chosen one which is just a baby at this point, just been born. Then the baby jumps up and whips all the bad guys with kung fu, right? The bad guys come in and kill the parents. Baby defends itself, and you get this little baby jumping around. And all that CGI stuff just doesn't look good to me. Now, there's parts where they use a dummy, you know, where the, where the baby rolls down this hill. <laughs> So the baby jumps out of the building when it's on fire and ends up rolling down this hill, which goes on forever, right? And then it comes to the stop, and there's a lady, you know, carrying some, some buckets, right? She sets the buckets down and picks up the baby and says, oh, how sweet. And then she takes the baby and <laughs> takes it across the road, and there's another set of hills for it to go down, and she just lets it loose, and it rolls down some more hills. So it's got that kind of humor in it where it's just ridiculous, right? Anyways, the, the baby grows up, ends up being the chosen one. And uh, he has to go stop the bad guy. And the majority of all that is just classic kung fu. You're taking this old movie and interjecting this guy into it. It's all hilarious. You've got a character named Wimplo who has been trained by the masters that thinks when, when he's getting bit, beat up, he's actually beating you up. So he doesn't know how to fight, but he thinks that when you hurt him, you know, he's actually winning, <laughs> you know? So there's all these crazy things. And he's got these squeaky shoes. So when he walks, you hear him squeak, 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 squeak. <laughs> Again with the squeaky shoe. Uh, it's just ridiculous, folks. It's just absolutely ridiculous. But so much fun. Uh, the quotable lines. Uh, my favorite scene in the whole movie is uh, the bad guy comes into town, and this is the old footage, where he's got this outfit that's got these these metal, they're, I don't know if they're steel, but they're like triangles, or they're actually like more like pyramids, and they're stuck on his shirt, and they protrude out, right? And supposedly they give him this, this superhuman strength, right? So he, he does a demonstration for everybody in this town where he gets like five or six guys to come out with these bamboo posts 
and just start beating the crap out of him and it doesn't affect him whatsoever. They're breaking the sticks over him. It doesn't affect him. They got one shot where it's like between his legs and the guy's just punching him in the nuts with one of these, one of these posts and he doesn't even flinch. And uh, at the end of it, he goes, towel. <laughs> so a guy hands him a towel, you know, so he dries off. So Steve Odenkirk's character, the chosen one, decides that he's going to test his powers the same way. So he gets a group of guys together and says, all right, I want you guys, when I say go, I'm going to prepare myself and I want y'all to start beating on me with this post. And then I'm going to let you all throw yourselves upon me and I'm going to throw all of you off with one big burst of energy. And then I'll ask for a towel. <laughs> These guys start wailing on him. <laughs> like four or five hits and he's on the ground he's unconscious and they are just waylaying him laying there unconscious they are beating the crap out of him this one guy is like literally jumping up in the air and just coming down full force across his back with his bamboo post while he's unconscious laying there just dead which is obviously a dummy oh my gosh i i just i laugh every time and they're all like wait 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 is he okay? I don't know. Oh, he wanted to throw us all off. So they all pile up on top of him. It's like, okay, we're ready. Throw us off. And of course, nothing happens. And then they all get up and realize he ain't moving. So they all just scamper off like, uh, you think he wants his towel? I don't know. <laughs> uh, it's got so many things in it, man. The, the, the girlfriend and her chosen, chosen one. You'll never make it. Never, ever. You never ever make it. Don't you say you won't make it? I mean, it's it's hilarious. Um, I don't like the beginning, and I don't like the end. And there's also a scene in the movie where he fights a cow, which is all CGI'd. Which you know, and and again, I get it. They're making fun of stuff. I, I'm I'm real hit and miss with spoofs because you can you can. You can go too far with it, right? It's one thing to, 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 to tip the hat at what you're spoofing. It's another thing to run it into the ground. And I think this movie kind of does that a couple of times. But, again, you're trying to make a full-length feature film here with a handful of scenes, right? So I get it. But I'm not crazy about the cow fight scene. I'm not crazy about the CGI baby at the beginning. I'm not crazy about the stuff at the ending of it, which is kind of the same thing. But the rest of the movie, I think, is gold. And I can really watch this movie anytime. And it does. It's, it's making fun of the zooming close-up shots that all these kung fu movies have in it. It does a big scene with that. Uh, it's got some Monty Python, uh, the Holy Grail kind of things that happen in it where there's a running scene and it just keeps repeating the same footage over and over um you can tell that they're pulling from a lot of sources here and and really having fun with this movie i think it's quite genius uh the sad thing is that it's set up for a sequel and we never got one and uh that i know of unless y'all know of one but i mean it's got a whole thing at the end of the movie you know showing you clips from a follow-up so uh don't know if that was just total idea of a spoof kind of thing or if they were legitimate going to try to make a sequel which i would watch i absolutely would uh that's pretty much all i got for this one i think this is a, a whole lot of fun 
it is what it is. Not a good movie, but I think it's extremely fun uh, and pretty ingenious. It, it, you know, the CGI stuff, like I said, doesn't hold up as well because, again, of when it was. And again, very. I'm not taking anything away from him doing what he was able to do because it's still very impressive to do what he did. And uh, but the the CGI thing, you just you know, it's it's that point where you just obviously know it's you know CGI, which is just kind of a downfall of that time period. But overall, you know, I I still am very impressed with the whole idea of being able to pull this off and uh, and make it this much fun and make it rememberable or memorable, not rememberable, just memorable. Uh, so there you go, folks. I, I, you know what? I'll give this a four out of five as well. Uh, I just—it's one of those that I will never shun away. Uh, would love to get together and do a watch party with this one sometime. I just think it's hilarious. All right, folks, that's another one for you. Uh, check it out if you get a chance. Uh, if you're a fan of this one, let me know. Would love to hear your thoughts on it as well. Again, these movies are not for everybody. I get it, and again, that's why this is the Stupid Movie Club because. Some people get this kind of humor. Some people don't. Totally, totally understandable. Because there's spoof movies that I just can't get into that are really popular. And uh, to me, there's just a handful of people that should be allowed to make spoof movies. And it's, it's a very short list. All right, folks. That's it for this one. We will check you later.